Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Jamie Thurber. I hope wherever you are today, you're having a beautiful day. Um, You hear these sounds in the background. That's our lovely little friend, Mia, who is getting really big and snorts a lot. And she's just kind of become a background noise that I, I just can't seem to shake if I want to. You guys know my life with the dogs, right? So she'll be quiet all the day, all day long. She doesn't cry like Mac, which is nice, but she snorts a lot when she's playing and she snores. So she has become quite the background noise. So I apologize. Literally, as soon as I hit record for the third time, she made sounds. So it is what it is. I hope you're having a glorious day wherever you are. I am wearing my Be a Nice Human t-shirt. So that's a message that I can deliver to you. Always a good reminder, right? To just be a nice, kind person. Kindness is free and uh, knows no boundaries. So you should always do that. So today, I am in a fucking particularly great mood and have been for a while, and I want to share some things with you um, that I think are really beautiful and very important. So one of them is just kind of a little story time, and they feed together. You know how I roll. Everything always comes together here. But the other day, I guess it was, gosh, it's probably already been almost two weeks. Isn't time such a strange thing? Like, time is a weird, weird person, weird, weird concept. It's not really real, per se, and... It also, because it's not like somebody just made it up and was like, oh, we should probably try to measure this, right? That's basically what happened. And as a result, here we are measuring everything by this, by this man, you know, man situation, which is a clock. And so as a result, though, what ends up happening is that time just is a strange bird. And especially if you're being really, really present and that's something that you're focusing on in your life, then it becomes this situation where... Days can go by and it'll feel like a week or it feels like a minute. It just depends. And you kind of have to just let that ride and quit worrying about it, right? And just for me, if days though, if it goes by too fast, I like to pull myself back in and say things about, you know, to myself of like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so what were, why were you not present? Like what happened? Why does it feel like, you know, the the week went by in a blink of an eye, that kind of deal. Like that's kind of always a, a tell for me. But anyways, it was a couple of weeks ago. And I got and hosted a Zoom session with my team members from Date with Destiny. So I did Date with Destiny in December, and we had the best team. Like, seriously, there's like 75 of us, right? We all have a Telegram conversation, and we've kept it open because everybody still chats with, with each other and stays in touch, and it's, it's pretty beautiful. And so I had hosted a live, like a Zoom for us just to kind of hang out, right? And so now granted, of course, out of 75 people, only a couple were able to make it. And I hosted it on a Sunday because I was just trying to like find a time that would work best. And as a result, obviously that wasn't the best. So now we know like Saturdays would be better for everyone. Anyways, I think there was like six people at one point, but we were from all over the world, right? So just what a beautiful thing to be so grateful for is that or somebody who had just landed in Italy. She was coming home from Spain, you know, and And then we had Dublin and Germany and Brooklyn. I'm in St. Louis. And somebody else was somewhere else. I can't remember. So there's a couple of things that I was so grateful for that I wanted to share. One, it was 
when you can put yourself back in a room with people who experience something life-changing with you, anytime that you can do that, even if it's just for an hour, I highly suggest it. Because the world tells you a lot um, these these days, like surround yourself with these people and your circle is this and your circle means that, you know, or whatever. And I don't disagree with that. But sometimes it's fucking hard. Sometimes it's hard when, you know, not all of your friends are entrepreneurs or you live in the Midwest like me and, and not everybody understands the value of what you do or, you know, whatever. There's always these these things. And so sometimes it's difficult, right? So in that conversation comes this, you know, sometimes I would feel like I was doing something wrong if I wasn't surrounding myself with people who made me feel that way all the time. And the truth of the matter is, is a lot of times what I've come to realize, and maybe I'm wrong, but this is my observation. A lot of times the people that I know that are doing such a like brilliant things in the world and working on themselves and doing good, they're not always available for, you know, constant fucking contact, right? Nor am I, like, I'm not good at that. It is not something that is is something that I, I feel like I'm available for in a lot of cases. And so it was really beautiful to realize, like, you know, we check in with each other briefly on Telegram from time to time. But then we were able to get on this call. We were able to see each other's faces. We were able to talk about how life after date with destiny really is just not the same. And what's interesting about that is people, unless you've experienced date with destiny, it's difficult for you to comprehend that. It's difficult for where anybody, they're like, well, what do you mean it's not the same? And like, I do my best to explain it, right? But even that, like, you don't get it. Like, if you don't know, you don't know. And so it was just a beautiful thing. And afterwards, I was like, damn, that was fucking awesome. You know, I think we were on there for two hours, each person kind of sharing a little bit about what they've been experiencing since Date with Destiny, how life has been different, what they're doing differently, those kinds of things. And ultimately, I think everybody is just talking about feeling lighter and how it's the simple things that we learned that are the most impactful. And so, like, no, this is not an advertisement for Date with Destiny. I have another point, too, so just wait. But one of the things that we all talked about was how we learned this very, very simple methodology about being able to prime yourself before anything. Anytime you're feeling down, anytime you're like, oh, I need to do this thing. I need to write this thing. I need to write an email. I need to write a Facebook post. I need to call this person. Like you have the power to shift your mindset and shift the energy inside of your body before doing any task at all. And we don't take advantage of that. We're not mindful enough. We're not present enough. We're not self-aware enough in a lot of cases to do that. Or like we were talking on that call, sometimes we know we need to and we don't, right? It just, sometimes that's what happens. But the biggest thing is, is and then when you learn these things and you start to pay attention to when it, that it does work basically every single time, then you start making the choice to do it every single time more often. And your life changes, everything changes. The way that you focus changes and your energy level changes. So then when I'm sitting down, there used to be a lot of times, you guys, where, you know, if you notice gaps in when we're releasing podcast episodes, it's because I just did not freaking feel like recording an episode. I did not have it in me to do that. And nor did I want to fake it for you, right? So what I've learned though now, or what I know to be true is that every single thing, when I create a plan for the week, when I need to write something, when I need anything, if I take even just fucking 60 seconds and do some sort of routine or some sort of action that raises my 
energy level, which has to, to do that, the best way is to bring your physiology into it, whether that's deep breathing, getting up and jumping up and down, like you can look up, I'm not going to go into the science of all these things because we don't, I don't want to bore you or not even bore you, but I don't want that to be the, the main focus of this call or of this episode, but like you have the power to shift your headspace so quickly if you choose to take it. And if you choose to approach everything with this different head and, you know, with this different level of energy, then literally everything changes. The way you show up, the way you feel, the way you're engaging, the way everything is working out changes. And it's so funny because, hello, how simple does that feel? How simple does that seem? And it is simple, but that doesn't mean that we always stick to it. But I just wanted to really bring that to your attention so that you were aware of the fact that there is this thing called priming or this is this thing of, of that you do have control over and it's the energy that you allow to be inside of you and where your head's at before you answer a question, get on the stage, take a phone call, send an email, make a podcast, anything. That that's a power position that we have and we need to learn to take more responsibility for that. You know, I've talked to you guys before about self-responsibility and how if we would pay more attention to the part that we play in the way scenarios happen in our lives and the way things play out and we could take responsibility for those things then everything changes and how important that is and how that's something that you know we can't that we actually can control is our the responsibility that we choose to take in what is transpiring and what's being brought to our table. I have an entire podcast episode about what's brought to your table. Um, it's one of the older ones, one of the very first ones I did. And I'll find the link and I'll put it below because I think that if that um, conversation is, you know, struck something in your head, then I think you can realize that or you may, may find something good from that episode because that's what the whole thing speaks of. So that was the first thing I wanted to explain was just kind of to give you a quick like, hey, you have control over this, right? Because it's pretty, like, enough to piss you off a little bit when you realize how much control you do have and how much you actually utilize it. Um, meaning you have control over how you uh, process something, what you do with it, all of that stuff. But we don't utilize that all that much. Um, and we end up being in reactionary mode or we end up being, you know, a victim of circumstance or just going through the motions or whatever it might be when that's not how we have to behave. Like that's not what we necessarily have to do. So yeah, I just wanted to point that out to you and share that with you because it's been very alive for me. And when I follow through with my mornings and setting myself up and, and raising my energy every time it feels a little off or every time I feel foggy or every time I feel unmotivated, if I follow through with what I know works, which for me, it's standing up, getting up, stepping outside, taking a bunch of deep breaths, jumping up and down with my hands and above my head, which is a very Tony Robbins thing. And you look like a goof, but who gives a shit because it works. And it actually is proven to raise the energy from your feet up through your body and change. It changes your temperature. It changes the focus of your brain, um, your, your blood flow, all of those things. Those are a couple of things you know, put that shit in your pocket and use it when you need to and know that you do have more power in how your day is playing out by how you're choosing to approach and react or not react to each thing as it's brought to you. So big deal there. 
The other thing I wanted to share is nudges. I've posted about this before about like following the nudges or following the goosebumps, right? And like listening when you have goosebumps, like it freaking means something. So following the nudges is very similar. And so something that happened to me in my business is I quit following the nudges as much. Like meaning I'd get this thought and I'd be like, the thought would be, oh my gosh, let's, you need to say these words. Like this thing would come into my head while I was, for me, it's always like, while I'm getting ready in the morning, like doing hair and makeup, while I'm listening to an audiobook, while I'm cleaning, while I'm in the shower, while I'm driving, like those are the moments where I'm consuming something good and my head is like usually I have an audiobook on or some sort of music that's uplifting or whatever. And or I'm just in silence, like in the zone doing the things. And my head goes to this place and I get this nudge or I get this what I you call it a channel, you can call it a download, whatever. Don't let the title of it cause you to question even more because those things come into your head for a fucking reason. And if you're a creative person and you're a business owner or you're trying to, you know, go through and journal or write something or create something new or, you know, for me is the words that you hear me say or you see me type or the videos you see me make, that shit comes from those words moments more than anything else it comes from those moments where I'm like well I have words to say stop pull the fucking car over to the side of the road hold up the camera record the video like you know before live streaming was a thing that's what I would do I'd have a I'd have something I'd want to share with you I'd stop what I was doing grab my phone shoot a video and upload it I never even watch him back you guys you kind of have to not watch them back because you kind of have to not give as much of a shit about, about what it looks like. It's not the point. It's the point of the message. And the more you do that, the more comfortable you become. And, and the more, honestly, if you're like me and your brand is to be authentic and real, um, which I hope it is because the world needs more of that, like actually being real, then hell yeah, right? Then it, it works out really well. And that's a beautiful way to practice. But anyway, the nudges... If you follow and listen to the nudges, those are the things that are guiding you. So sometimes it's like, do not go to that thing or do not go there. Or, hey, you better turn around and remember that you lit a candle, right? You may, you must go. Ooh, did, did you just see that? Y'all on the audio can't, obviously, but my light just flickered when I said that. These are brand new bulbs and brand new switch. So like that is... Okay, I'm touching something. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, the nudges, like it matters. And when we listen to those things, we learn to trust them. And we learn to trust them. We allow the inner guidance system that we were designed to have when we were born, when we were created. We allow that to do its job, right? And so when you do that more, then it gets stronger and it gets better and that you're not constantly searching for inspiration or motivation or what to say and when to do it. When you start to follow the nudges and listen to those things, that doesn't mean you immediately take action always. Like sometimes you just got to listen and, and be like um, an observationist and just be like, hmm, what could that mean? Or how does that feel? Or damn, I really need to say that. But if it feels strong enough, like for example, this just happened to me. That's why I'm sharing this with you because I was like, you know what? I need to say this to people. I was, I had calls this morning, a bunch of stuff's going on in my house, new client, all this stuff. So I wasn't, I was able to shower and get my hair dried, but I wasn't able to like 
finish getting ready before I need to get on my call with my client and do a bunch of stuff. And so that's what I was. So I went upstairs after my call and like, you know, took 20 minutes or whatever to do that. And I had an, an audiobook on while I was doing that. And she was like telling a story. And I really like the way this author writes. I really like the way that she incorporates something that matters and that's something that you can take away and then implement into your life. But she incorporates it as a story and in her own story, right? And how it's played out and existed in her life, which I find to be really important because that's a lot of times how people learn, right? I can write you a textbook style freaking guide and most people that will not or it won't it won't sink in. They won't they might read it, but it doesn't sink in. They're not going to do anything with it, you know, whatever. So I don't want to be that kind of writer for my book. And I had written my book, the first half of my book, you guys, the whole fucking first half. And I sent it to my editor and and you know, life happened and a bunch of things happened and she didn't get to read it until like a year almost a year later. Um, I know that sounds really horrible, but it's a long story and it's totally okay. Right. But by the time that she read it, my depth of teaching and my depth of explaining intentional living, which is what the book is about ways to live intentionally and bring the wheel of intentional living, which is my little creation into every moment that you do and how that can expand your happiness and your purpose and your fulfillment and all the great things you want in life help you create whatever it is that you want it was almost written a little mechanically right because at one point that's what it was at one point it was some of you know because you were around at one point it was get shit done get shit done get shit done like tally lists and check marks and let's do all the things and that quickly ceased because it's like in order for you to actually do that kind of stuff you for it to really fucking matter, you don't just check off boxes. Your life doesn't change by checking off boxes. Your life changes when you attach purpose and reason and emotion and fulfillment and success and all of the good things. You you attach it to other pieces. When you start to do that, that's when your life changes. And it's not just about checking things off of a box. End of story, right? So that's how that works. So the book is... Yes, there is mechanics to it. There always will be because there is some, you know, you have to sort through your fucking time and learn what's important and what's not and how excuses don't really matter and how to deal with that and blah, 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 right? And what an excuse really is because most of the time it's really not an excuse. It's just called life. But as a result, you know, the book kind of came across, yeah, there's a lot of stories in it, but it just wasn't the depth of how I speak and how I teach and what I believe at this point. It was written as though I was speaking I was Jamie three years ago speaking, right? And so anyway, I've been sitting with that feedback for about two months now, and I haven't touched the book again because I'm thinking about it, and we're like, all right, we need to kind of regroup, and I need to probably rewrite most of it or take those stories and add a bunch of depth to them. And then as a result, you know, I'm just, I've just been sitting with that and really thinking about it and how it's, it's more about how do I really want to tell this story? And while I was listening to her tell this story, I realized in this book, this audio book, I realized that I had the perfect intro story for this book. And I, but I was like, I needed to get done what I was doing. I was halfway through putting my makeup on. I needed to curl my hair. And I was like, where's my computer? It's downstairs, my laptop. Where's my laptop? It's downstairs. It's dead. Where's your tablet? It's downstairs. Where's your phone? Shit, it's downstairs on the charger, right? So I'm like, all right, nope, we're going to just keep focusing on this thought. 
you know, and then of course my mind wandered a little bit, but that thought came back again. So the nudge was strong. So I finished what I was doing, came straight downstairs, opened a document and wrote three pages. I wrote the entire intro to that and sent it off to my editor and was like, hey, read this. How do you feel about the tone of this? Because I feel like this is a really great way to reset the tone of the whole book. And I feel really fucking good about that. And I feel pretty confident that she's going to come back and be like, hell yes, this is it. This is this ties it in. Because when you're writing a book and you want people to actually get ingrained in it or, or get something from it that's going to they're going to actually go into their world and use, you really have to draw them in in a really real way, um, in a really relatable way, right? So this is it. But it was because of the nudges. It's because I am focused on being present and doing my best to follow those nudges when I can and creating the space for that. Does that mean that you get to like lollygag all over the world so you have space whenever you have, you know, a thought you can go do it? No, but it's you make it a fucking priority, right? In my business, I make it a priority. And that's what I why I have a company because that's how I built it, right? But the same thing happens when you're running a team anywhere or doing anything like that where when you have a thought and you're like, damn, I need to make sure that this was done and they said this and they did that. You know, writing that down so you don't forget, having a notepad in your phone so you can take notes to yourself of things you need to follow up on. Maybe you have a project management system that you put stuff in. You send a voice note to your assistant and say, hey, can you make these things into a list for me and send them over? Like that, I do that all the time. But it's when you have those, oh, like remember this or the nudge to, you know, turn left instead of right or whatever it is. If you could practice trusting that, there's a lot of magic there. There's a lot of magic that shows up in that trust. There's a lot of magic that shows up by listening to whatever it is, whatever you want to believe it is, that's telling you um, what to do and where to go and how to say and you know all that stuff, what to focus on, what not to focus on. And this is different, let's say this, this is different than an anxiety voice. You know the difference. If you have anxiety and a fearful inner asshole voice, you know the difference between her and the one that's like, hey, this is a really good idea. You need to say this and write this down, right? You know the difference. And so you have to trust yourself and be better about differentiating between which voice is which and which is guiding you where. And only you have the power to do that, right? But when you do, it's literally a game changer, when you start to recognize that the things that you're thinking and the things that you're experiencing, if you choose to deepen that, they're happening for a reason, not for judgment, not for, oh, he did me wrong or she did me wrong, not for, oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, that happened. What the fuck? Why is this happening to me? Not for any of those reasons, but there's no judgment involved. You're just purely being an observer and then taking that knowledge and doing something with it. That is the ticket. That is the golden place. That is the cool place to, to like strive to be at as, as frequently as possible. So I hope that that gave you some nuggets, maybe a little perspective, maybe some confirmation. Maybe it made you feel better. Maybe it was just fun to listen to. I don't know. But you're listening for a reason. I truly believe these words come out of me for a purpose and that they find you for a purpose. So trust that because I do. And I appreciate you for being here. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with somebody that you think may benefit from it or share it over to your 
um, social media audience and, and feel free to tag us in that. Um, I always love seeing that and I appreciate you when you do that. And if you have not left a review for us over or a rating over on iTunes, we appreciate that as well because it does give us more um, ranking and more reach. And yeah, anything that you can do or that you'd be willing to do like that to help us get this in front of more people, we appreciate. And just thanks for showing up with me again and again. And I appreciate you for that. Enjoy the rest of your day wherever you are. Go out into the world. Be a good human. Spread all of the goodness. And remember that you do have a lot of power in the way that you navigate everything that comes your way. And I really hope that you take advantage of that in a way that you can use to increase your human experience here and make life better. Because I think that you will uh, see that it's very worth it. Thanks, guys. And until next time, see you later.